Say what's on my mind, sip on fine wine Listen to my thoughts, unfiltered, relax, recline Today we got some time, I'm nice of you to join Listen to my thoughts, true facts, you'll find God gave me brain, what a tool, gotta use it Careful of your thoughts, become murdered Welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered Thoughts My name is Cedric and this is my lovely wife Deidre Hello and we are back with another episode today. Um, today is going to be an interesting one. I think we might have to, may have two parts to this, maybe. Oh, okay. Um, just because it's just a big topic, and um, you know, I we know we. Well, I can speak for myself. I don't have all the answers to this topic. No, why don't um, you say what the topic is? The topic is going to be called uh, mental health, mm-hmm. um, and we we actually made an attempt to do one. Uh, called mental health back in the day but Mm -hmm. I feel like even then we kind of couldn't give it enough justice to be able to put it out so today we're actually going to try to do it again do it again um now obviously we're going to make a disclaimer we're not mental health professionals no um and so we're just talking about mental health from our point of view um Mm -hmm. and some of our points of views might be a little different um I know you probably wonder where I'm going but we'll talk about that later okay um but um, we understand that this is becoming a bigger, bigger issue, mm-hmm. especially in America here, which I know a lot of, of podcasts is going to spin off of this one. And so, oh, okay. I'm like, huh? Okay, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> and so when, when you think of mental health, Deidre, um, I let you go first. Um, what do you think about when you, when it comes to mental health well, in our like, society? I feel like, um, it's something that needs to be addressed. Um, I feel like there's lots of people that are walking around with some sort of mental problems, issues, whatever you might call it, and they might not be aware of it. Um, I think sometimes it gets swept under the rug, you know, probably more so in the black community. I don't feel like it gets taken as seriously as it does in other communities, you know, cultures. Well, you also got to give it a little bit of more context because... I feel like for the last maybe 10 years or so, it's really been um, taken more seriously. Like, for instance, even when we was in school and prior to us, you know, our parent or the generations after us and our parents generation and therefore, nobody ever thought about this as mental health they just thought you know either you had weird yeah you was just a little odd so mm-hmm. go ahead um i don't remember what i was saying after that you kind of oh, distracted sorry. me so continue on with what you were saying <laughs> so the reason why i was thinking about this is because uh, mental health is is kind of a it, it's kind of like one of those things that was swept under a rug for so long mm-hmm that now we're starting to realize that people was actually suffering from something that's more than this, the average person. And I think everybody probably has some type of form of mental health issue. Um, because especially in the black community, yes, um, we all grew up from some type of trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just seemed like everybody that you talk to had something that happened to them in their life. And, you know, I'm not sure how they dealt with it. Mm-hmm. Um, to this point, some people, may have reached out and said that they need help, but it's a lot of people out there that, um, I don't, I think the main problem is, is that a lot of people don't recognize the signs, the symptoms in a person, you know, today in our society, there's, you know, they always say, check on your da 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 friend, your high, your, your always happy friend or whatever, because there's so many people that have depression, anxiety. Those are the main two ones, but obviously Mental health is an umbrella with lots of different things underneath it. But I feel like the most two common ones that most people tend to usually have are anxiety or depression. And I feel like when people are depressed, they don't show them in the most like I'm up just depressed. They don't usually come out and just say that, you know, there's usually a lot of people that hide them very well. They're usually very happy. Um, well, they, there's ways that come about it. Like people who always try to people please, or who always have to have things in certain ways and things like that. Like, and I think some people are just not aware of those being signs or symptoms. They just think, well, she's always happy or she just likes the things organized or she's just irritable all the time. When reality, those are signs of something else. Right. Right. And I think that, you know, as we get older and as we gather more information, um, we start to see it, especially in the older generation, because, mm-hmm. you know, 
I think that the the biggest issue was it was just looked at as, you know, just shake it off. Mm-hmm. There's nothing really wrong with you. You know, we're not going to take you to the doctor. Because they don't think that anything is actually wrong with you. Like, if you're like, oh, you're sad, well, then go outside and play. That's why you're sad, because you sit in the house all day or right. things like that. But, but it, it, you know, obviously... Not everybody can shake off everything. No. And some some of the, the things that people are suffering from, you know, it could be from childhood, could be, you know, events that's happening today or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, and then you starting to see it happen in society. And mm-hmm. so <laughs> some of the tr- some of the troubling things that we have experienced in our country is obviously a lot of the gun violence. And, you know, me and Deidre, we might have a different of opinion on this, but um, I wouldn't rule out that mental health, you know, plays a part in a lot of this. I agree and I disagree because I feel like we have to be careful with just labeling everybody that's done something wrong with having a mental issue problem because sometimes they don't, they just are fucking crazy. And I know somebody might say, well, that is a mental problem, but Mm -hmm. some people are just evil. There's just evil ass people in this world. And it has nothing to do with them having a mental issue. It's just, they just, yeah, no, but yeah, I think just evil. Some, some people don't have any, you know, I'm just, just throwing this out there and not obviously making any excuses for anybody. But some people might have grew up in a situation where their mom and dad got killed mm-hmm. or, you know, they by themselves and they just left with their thoughts. Mm-hmm. And and as crazy, well, as crazy as the world that we live in, you know, that sometimes brings depression, that brings a lot of other things. And sometimes, you know, you might have bad voices that that might be playing inside your head because you think about, look at all of, all of the... Um, mechanisms that we have you got social media you know how many people have have killed themselves based on something that happened on social media where they got bullied on social media and nobody checked on them or everybody just thought oh you know um just because it's on social media it shouldn't be that big of a deal and and then person go out there and commit suicide or oh, you want to say something about no, that oh and that's it or you know a, you know a person you know go and shoot up a school or go do something crazy because those people just never was checked on. Those people was never, um, you know, nobody ever talked to them about, you know, maybe being depressed and loneliness and all that stuff. You know, we might have to put an arm on a lot of people because a lot of people are just going through this world being lonely and depressed and, and, then crazy stuff happens. I agree with that because obviously nobody knows what somebody is going through. But, and I feel like on paper, yes, you would have to be a crazy individual to want to just go and shoot up a bunch of little kids for no particular reason. Um, case in point with this last one with, um, how do you say that? You've Uvalde, something like that, Texas. Um, you know, they were saying that he didn't really have any prior, incidences of mental issues and all that other stuff. And I feel like that's the problem that I have with things like that, that happen. You know, I, I, I suffer from anxiety. Um, you know, so somebody that has a mental, I don't want to say issue cause it's not an, I guess, whatever it's, it's irritating to the people that actually do have problems that actually do need help because you have people out here who are just, doing crazy ass shit, not necessarily because they're mentally unstable, just because they got a lot of hate in their heart. Just like with the guy who shot up the restaurant or I mean the, um, the supermarket in Buffalo, New York. I don't think he was mentally incompetent. I just think he was a racist individual. And now they're going to try to spin it that he was, Oh, well he had mental issues growing up and not everybody in the world that does wrong is, mentally unstable, just like how we were having this conversation yesterday. There are lots of people out in the world that are mental, that have mental issues that still know right from wrong. And they don't wake up and choose to start shooting up schools and doing all these things because they are depressed or they're anxious or they hear the voices in their head because they know right from wrong. Right. And, even and in I, those states. I don't, I'm never going to excuse somebody for doing heinous crimes like that. Obviously, you know, it takes a lot for you to go out there and, and, and think something like that through and, you know, hey, I want to do this and do it. And then you got a lot of people. out. But I, I think that the problem, especially with this country, um, 
you're we're giving weapons to people that with no background checks far right. as you know is this guy stable or not but you know what though i feel like that's another fine line we gotta walk because if Black people in America, we do not have the luxury of being able to go and not that I'm saying it's a luxury, but hear me out. We don't have that luxury of being able to wake up and decide that we're going to go shoot up a school, shoot up a supermarket. And first of all, being being able to walk up out of there with our lives still and them not shooting and killing us. And even if they did, they're not going to go into our backgrounds and say, oh, well, Deidre grew up um, no. in a troubled household. Mm. She had all of these things. She was mentally unstable. They're not going to do that. They're going to pay me out or whoever out to be a thug and like a killer, a goddamn menace to society who had it coming that I was murdered or whatever the case might be. Now, if little Dylan wakes up and decides he wants to go and shoot up a school and, oh, well, you know, his parents divorced when he was five his grandmother didn't take him to Disney when he was seven. He had some real problems. And, you know, this is why he did what he did. And so it's treated differently. And so that's why I don't like when people try to use the whole mental health excuse for everything bad that happens in the world because it's like mental health does not discriminate. Mental health does not only work in the favor of white people and in a disadvantage to black people. I agree. But I think that you're saying something on the, along the lines of how we view it after the fact. And I think that obviously if you take the race part out of it, so obviously we, we it's underlining racism in what you're saying, because mm-hmm. obviously the black people is never painted out having mental health. We don't issues. have mental issues. We're just these strong ass people who have no, fe- you know, cause they don't think we feel either. We yeah. don't feel pain. So, but I think that for uh white people that feel that way, they have issues. Yeah. And it could be a lot of, mental health trauma going on with them. But I don't know if you, I mean, I don't know. I because don't think because if you're how, racist, you, are a men, you have mental I know, but issues. I just think you're I fucking think, racist. No, I think you do got mental issues if you're racist because there's no reason to be that way. Just think about this. If we was, if you had started, if you was, uh, if you was on an island and everybody looked like you and then somebody from some other place just came there and all of a sudden you're upset, but you already had the head start. You already had the foundation and set set up for yourself and and for the people, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be any reason why you should be upset about people coming there. Obviously, you know they got to start from scratch, and they have to build themselves up to get to your level. Mm-hmm. Now, the fact of the matter is, if a person is still feeling some type of way about you after you have to start from scratch and they made sure that they put all of these things in place to make you, to, to create a, a huger or a bigger disadvantage. Um, and then you still make it out of that. And then they create more disadvantages and you make it out of that. After a while, you know, they're creating a, a person that can withstand anything, you know, like you basically just put us through the, the biggest boot camp ever. That's why yeah. uh, when you um, you look at like Navy SEALs, like Navy SEALs got to go through rigorous training because they've put them, them through the most craziest situations possible that, that you're going to have to live through. Now it hardens them to the point where like they, you can sit underwater for, for three or four minutes and not have, and not even panic, you know, where the average person would be panicking as soon as they hit the, hit the water, uh, instantly. And so with us as black people, yeah, of course, we're going to, you know, feel that the racism is still there. But I think that like for, for the people out there that's still feeling some type of way and they they haven't quite gotten over themselves yet. I, I think it is something wrong with them. I, I think mean, they do need to go. Probably is some truth in that, but I don't think hate and mental issues are one and the same. Yeah, But we got to we got to figure out where is the root of this hate. Why? Why black people are lit? Why? Why do you hate somebody? Like I usually, well, hate is a very strong word, right. and I don't really hate anybody. I have, I dislike a lot of people, but you know, typically you hate a person for something that they've done to you, or right. But what happens if they nobody did I anything? I mean, I don't know. So then you get then you ask yourself some deeper questions, like, like why? Because we're lit. No, I'm just saying. It's but, lit over here. But why get so upset? I don't know, Cedric. I mean, I would be upset if I wasn't black, so I don't know. <laughs> so, but you know, in all, in all, you know, obviously, fairness, you know, we didn't do anything to anybody. 
you know, if you think about our story coming from um, Africa mm-hmm. and, com- oh. and obviously getting to America, you I'm talking about our ancestors. Here. Yeah, well, kidnapped, kidnapped here. I'll say taken, taken here, taken, kidnapped, whatever, you, whatever phrase you want to use. Savagely taken. And we have to be enslaved. We was beat. We was whipped. Um, so for the people out there that that obviously are listening. You know, like how much mental problems did those folks go through I'm to modern sure ancestors yeah, I'm sure. just to just to even get become sane? And I feel like it's ingrained in us still to this day. Oh, of course. I'm we can't sure we even still feel some come together as our own people. You know, we we got com- we compete with each other. I feel like more than any other race on this planet does. I don't understand it. But, you know, instead of seeing everybody as wanting to make it, we see everybody as competition. And Well, they, they created that. Yeah, so I know. Obviously, you know, the, the white man has created um, uh, uh, <laughs> something inside of us that is, is, is constant competition. And it, it just doesn't make any sense because, like, we don't have to compete with each other. We, we're, we're like less than like what, 20% of the population in the U.S.? Something like that, yeah. And still feel like we have to, like, you know, I have to take you down just, in order for, me to just for, for me to succeed. Now, obviously, you know, if it wasn't no black people here, then then they'd be eating each other and taking each other down. So it is, it is what it is. But as far as mental health is mm-hmm. concerned, um, it's got to be something psychologically wrong with you to feel like you hate somebody so much that you'd be willing to go shoot up a school. You'll be willing to go shoot up a church or shoot up anything with black or like, if, um, uh, like the establishments that we had, like the, like the, uh, black wall street mm-hmm. and all that stuff to just burn it down mm-hmm. because you feel some type of way on the inside. Mm-hmm. And these people have, they haven't done nothing to you. So I think that a lot of times, you know, they have, you know, a lot of mental health issues that's going on because it should be no reason why. If, if I had a head start and me and you was in the race and I had a head start over you, why do I hate you that you're racing with me? Like if I'm so far ahead of you, quote unquote, mm-hmm. because I had a uh, earlier start, you know, so to me that, that, that screams a problem. Now, obviously when you take it to the extremes of, of going to kill people and all that stuff, that, that just screams even more problems. And so our society is filled with people like this that <laughs> that's walking around with some type of hard feelings for something that we don't even know what we like. You're the one that benefited off of us. Like how you feel like you are mad because we finally got rights and everything. And you've been benefiting off of this for centuries. You know what I mean? I don't know. But that's just one aspect of the mental health you know obviously that we could continue going down that road but i don't want to um but you know just highlighting and focusing on i guess more or less our community because that's mm-hmm. what we can only really speak on i like you said earlier like our grandparents and their and their parents they did not recognize the signs and if they and if you it was they made it very hard to you know go speak to them about things because it was like I'm, 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 I've been sad all the time. I just can't seem to get out of this funk. Ain't nothing wrong with you. And then now they're talking about you to somebody else in the family. Like, yeah, she well, can't. But, but that's what I say. We have to, now we got to go back to the, the um, history books because we didn't have the outlet to mm-hmm. be able to express. Well, like, first of all, it was, it was not even well known at that time. And the people that did know it obviously was the white people that, um, had a head start on that mm-hmm. aspect of life too. And so that was never gave, given to us as like, Hey, we want to try to help you with your problems because obviously the racism was there. Right. And so now you leaving these people with, with the, the traumas from uh, being enslaved, the traumas from being whipped, the traumas for, for being held captive, the traumas for being raped, all of these things that, that we had to endure. And then you look at, how we had come out, how it came out of that. And then, you know, it was still, you know, oppression and still racism it still happens af- after the fact. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because I feel like even with, which I will say this, I will say that it seems like more and more black people, you know, being on social media, more and more black people are more aware of the things that are more aware of their traumas and are trying to 
right those wrongs for their children and their relationships. And I think it's a beautiful thing because I feel like this is the first time this generate, like, I feel like in our community that, you know, we're trying to take back our mental health and, you know, become more balanced, you know, less angry, less anxious, less whatever, you know, and trying to just live this life the way that we're supposed to, we're not supposed to be angry and mad and anxious. Um, but you know, you know, I know people that are in therapy, they see therapists, but even in that aspect, it's hard because, you know, a doctor's job is supposed to, well, supposed to help you get better, but you know, that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother Hmm. podcast. But you know, that's a problem when you're trying to see somebody for one who doesn't look like you. So they don't understand what it is that you're going through. And two, they don't think you have actual problems. Like, Like they're just looking at you like, what could you really be upset about? Black people don't even feel pain. Like, how, how are you upset about anything? And, you know, black women, you know, which is not really mental health, but I guess in a sense, we die at a disproportionately higher rate in childbirth because, like I said, they don't think, like, when we say something is wrong with us, they don't actually believe us. So, therefore, it's hard to go somewhere and try to get your voice heard by somebody when they don't believe that you actually are having these problems to begin with. So that it makes you feel like, who am I supposed to go to? Who am I supposed to talk to? Which obviously, I I would obviously want a black therapist and black anything. The the more black that I can have people helping me and take care of me, the better off that I will probably always be. But it makes people feel like, well, I can't even go to my doctors and speak to them because they're not taking me seriously. So then what am I supposed to do? They just sit there and they they suffer in silence. Right. (laughs) I mean... It's it's all kind of problems with what you just said, um, because the fact that we never got the help mm-hmm. and you think about like all the situations where we complained about things, you know, we just we're kind of in a position where we have we we had to start from from scratch so bad. Just think about this. You know, it was barely any Asian people in America because we got here before they did. Mm-hmm. They are already leaps and bounds ahead of us. You think about... But I think that also has to do with what I said earlier about them sticking together and helping their communities. You don't see Asian people... They stay together. They stick to their communities and they help one another. You, it, It's... It's um, it's like here with, within our community, it's just not the same. It, and I remember we were just talking about this before that I had a couple of people tell me that they lived in the South and then they come up here to the Midwest and they said that it's completely different up here versus down there. You're like, you know, if you go to Atlanta, whatever other places that I could only think of Atlanta, everybody down there that's black, they help each other. They're, you know, they're having a a party, a release party. They come together and they support that business here. It's like, you can have something and release it and launch it. Every, you get like two people that show up and it's like, they know you're doing, trying to do something, but they're just like, Oh, you know, whatever. I'm not going to help you succeed. And then all that stuff kind of plays all to that mental stuff because it's like, what if, don't you realize when one wins, we all win, but they can't see that. They can't get out of their own way of being like, let me help you so you can help me. And therefore we can all get this money together. Right, right. And then that obviously uh, hinders the growth that we have. And, you know, obviously me and DJ, we are um, in real estate and we see, this happened a lot in real estate and you know we we just you know we wanted to help as many people as we possibly can and that's our goals but particularly our people because we don't buy we we are one of the lowest uh especially in minnesota the the demographic of black people who own homes in minnesota is very low it's actually lower you know just doing that ce thank god that that ce is helping me out with this is that we're actually lower home ownership now than we were before which is wild to me because we are we have so much resources i feel like we're well i guess we are making more money but everything is so expensive now but you would think that home ownership would be something that would be higher than it was back when like our grandparents and stuff were buying houses but it's not so yeah but you also got to remember too at that time you know, our grandparents, they they had more sense of pride because you got to remember what, what their probably their grandparents that went through for them. Mm-hmm. You know, they realized that it, it wasn't easy. It didn't come easy. Now things are coming easy for a lot of people and they take it for granted. And so, you know, back to the mental health piece, we just being in America just kind of helped 
reiterate like how many times that we have to keep starting over how many you know like we turn on uh anything on social media or or the news and you sit there and watch uh shooting after shooting after shooting now i know it's you know obviously it's you know people that shoot each other in the black communities mm-hmm. i get that part but when you got the cops shooting us at a disproportionate rate and then you got gunmen that's going in there with with you know heavy artillery and killing us at an unproportionate rate and it's not a widespread concern of you know like we should definitely be um guarded more mm-hmm. um and people that's doing that should, should be thinking twice about it but they don't you know they just keep doing it over and over and over and i don't even know how many instances on tv or social media i've watched of cops with um shooting people who had mental issues you know there's lots of stories of cops who are right. coming to answer a uh a mental call or whatever they call it. i can't my i'm drawing a blank on what they're called when someone calls because someone is going through they're having like a mental breakdown and the cops are supposed to come and like de-escalate the situation but a lot of times they just come in and start buzzing and shooting and it's like well Damn. and that kind of reiterates why we don't call the police exactly and so you know when we, when we are people that call you know you you call the police as we need some help and then the help comes and make the problem even worse than before it even happened. Mm-hmm. You know, it should never be a situation where somebody is dead because of a, of a mental health call. Exactly. Or dead because, you know, you have a, a disturbance at the house and there's not even no guns involved or anything involved like that. Because, you know, we don't really get our, you know, obviously we got people that carry guns all the time. But for the average black person, they don't think about it. Right. And I don't, and I just, my mind is just thinking about something that you were saying earlier because, you know, my mind races all the time. And I was just thinking about how you were saying that, you know, if someone was racist, they have mental issues. And I agree with that, but then I also disagree with it because it makes me think about all the other countries of people that live in these places. They're still racist. They still don't like somebody, but you don't hear about them just going and shooting people in grocery stores and all these other things. So it makes me feel like, is it really a mental thing or is it just you just hate me and be, that hate is so consuming that you just don't like the fact that I exist? Right. No, and I agree with you. I, I think that that when you hate something so passionately, you it's got to be something wrong. With yeah, you. I, but I'm just saying that might be true, but you don't hear about other countries of racist people just running around shooting up people or. Um, I, I think that the other countries are more mentally developed. I think that being in America, um like where we supposed to be the home of the free, the land of the brave, mm-hmm. all these, you know, terms that they like to use. And you come here, you see something totally different. And if you are a person of color, you come to America and you experience something totally different. Um, that just goes to show you how embedded this mental problem is. Like if, if lawmakers are out here hesitant to, to pass any type of real laws about real change because they want to keep that rhetoric going. They mm-hmm. feel like that that's obviously a way for them to keep money going. And why why change it? You right. know, to them is is well, not it's broken. It's about money, and it's about power and control. Yeah. So, so, but they they don't see that as broken. So, because it benefits them. Well, because it's not their problem. You know, right. it's not their communities that's being affected by these things. So, why would I change it? It benefits me. It's not hurting me. Right. And so, how do you fix that though? Like, because uh, the mental health problems stems from, uh, you know, traumas. Yeah. Stems from, um, you know. It, Things that happen to you in your life that you just can't overcome. For one, they need to start making people that are in power, like cops and uh, politicians, they need to be evaluated first. Because I feel like if you don't have the mental capacity to work around or be around people that you don't like to the point where, you know, you're going to go shoot them up or whatever, you don't need to be in the position of power at all. And I feel like that could be the, I mean... It's just so much because I feel like that alone could do a whole lot. Yeah, you know, I, I do they think need you to stop perpetuating all of these stereotypes of people on the on the 
I don't want to say internet. What is the word? The news. Because I feel like it all, you know, kind of goes within itself. But that's just that part of it, though, because it makes you then think about ourselves. When we look at the black community, what is it that we can do to change the mental health and the things that are going on in our own communities? And I feel like, you know, for one, women, we need to let men feel emotions and things like that. I know it's in, in our... You know, we like to feel like our men are supposed to be strong and not supposed to, you know, you know, you're a man, you're, you don't feel anything, but that's obviously not true because I feel like there's a lot of traumatized grown men walking around who have not gotten the help that they need. And because and we've, and we've talked about this in another podcast and because they have not gotten the help that they needed, they keep hurting women. And then these women are walking around broken and hurt and it's just a perpetual cycle. They keep, yeah. they can't get out of that that system that they're creating. Like he's hurt her. So she is her. So she moves on to the next man that hurts him. And it's just a perpetual cycle. We have a lot of, um, you know, it's embedded into our culture to the point where even in our music, it's, it's the, the, yeah. You know, you listen to the music and it's like, like we have the, we have the most bizarre ar- array of music, mm-hmm. um, that you can even have. I mean, if you listen to, you know, most rap music out there, it, you know, it perpetuates, you know, having this lifestyle that these these guys really don't really have. Some maybe 15 percent of all rappers actually live like that. Mm-hmm. But once you get money, it doesn't make any sense to keep living like that. Like now you get you painting a target on your back. You're in an area where people don't really like it. You know, they're going to um, if they if they're willing to white people out for the smallest things and here you are driving crazy cars in these areas they're gonna you know now you have a much bigger target but but that's just the the rap music aspect of it and so now you got kids out here that's listening to this and now they want to grow up and now they're brainwashed with the same Mm -hmm. information and now they want to get what rappers got they want to get the women the money the clothes the cars be able to focus on material things instead of focusing on our mental and i think that's you know but we just don't have a whole lot of happiness in our music and no. the, and so when you listen to most r&b women sing hmm. you know it, it's, i mean how many bad relationships can a person go through like it's it's like it's so much hurt in these songs that you you list it's like never was everything successful never was uh i'm in love it was always what a person has done you know how much i'm hurting behind it Mm -hmm. you know and so that hurt translating to everybody else that's listening to it Mm -hmm. so you got a lot of broken women out there that's listening to the to the music and it's kind of like giving them affirmations that you know like it's other women out there that's being hurt too Mm -hmm. and so like we (laughs) we have a a perfect storm to keep us in the in this in in this space that we're in mm-hmm. and you know the you know that's even at the tv you know you know the those housewives shows you know i don't watch them but the, i see clips of them on like youtube or like they'll come on the like on facebook or uh instagram and even those were not portrayed in a very positive light. It's we're always yelling at each other. We're always arguing. Somebody's trying to fight somebody. And it's like, and it's entertaining to watch. I'm not even going to lie. But I mean, but at the same time, it's like we have to evolve as people to realize that there's more to us than fighting each other and screaming at each other. Or like you said, listening to music, talking about calling us bitches and hoes and selling drugs and shooting guns. And it's like, you're a millionaire. Why are you even trying to shoot somebody? Like go take your money and go sit on the Island and have a margarita. Or or go try to change your community because that's the biggest issue that we have is that how many of these, you know, top rappers that is bragging about how much they have on every occasion that they can possibly make, but yet you got areas that that they can easily change. They got they got more money than than they can spend. True. You know, it can easily go into uh, creating more black owners, black business owners in in the community, helping them, them in mental, like giving them yeah, these give, people therapy. Right, giving these people therapy. So we we get the money, and then we just you know we get that type of money, and then we just vanish. And then mm-hmm. now we're trying to keep up with 
you know, the white people that don't have those issues. White people don't have to get back to their community because their community was already good to begin with. Right. But they still do, though. You well, know, they, they have they fundraisers. Still, yeah. They clean up their communities. They make sure that the place that they are living in is good, as they should, because right. this is where you live. Why would you want the place that you live to be a hellhole? So, right. And, and it's just like it just, it just gets sad because it's like you got enough money to buy a million dollar watch. Now, and, and this is not just like one million dollar watch. This is like hundreds of million dollar watches. Well, I mean, they should enjoy the fruits. I, of their I'm not labor. saying that you, you know, my biggest thing is this, you know, what do you do with your money? You know, after a while, you had everything. Right. You know, it's not like it's something new out there that a person never experienced because you got enough money to buy everything. To do everything that you that want. That you do everything you want. So at this point, like, now you need to reach back and pay it forward. Mm-hmm. Like, No, I absolutely agree. I, you know, I know that if we ever become rich, that's one of my goals is to give back to, obviously, the black community because that's where we're, it's lacking so severely because, you know, they just... Look at us like, oh, they don't need nothing. They're good. They yeah, like I mean, the I mean we, we think where our problem is, and this is kind of where the programming and the mental health is that we're too busy looking for everybody else outside of the black community to help us. Well, I think also is that when you grow up poor, that mentality never leaves your mind. And I think each person that makes it out of the hood and they made some money, they are living in that. I don't ever want to go back there. And so... I'm going to do whatever I got to do to keep this to myself. So that way I ain't never got it. Like they've taken care of themselves and their families. Yes. You know, but I think in that, that mentality never leaves you, you know? And I think that could be the reason why people do the things that they do. You can tell when somebody ain't never had nothing because they are so flashy. They want you to see everything. Whereas you can tell when somebody's always been, they're accustomed to this. Like, why are y'all acting like y'all ain't never been nowhere before? So. Right. I mean, and I think that, you know, you did say something about the material, you know, buying all this you know versace and louis and all that stuff i I get it you know it's a a fashion statement but after a while like we're helping rich people stay rich right none of this stuff is black owned and i you know we talk about the black owned businesses in another podcast but um but we don't really support anything at that level that Mm -hmm. we do for for these other um uh, name brand designers because I think we said this I think I said this in another podcast they don't see the value in it they're like oh well this person only costs $250 versus this purse costs $25,000 if I wear this purse nobody knows who this person is so that it doesn't seem like I'm I'm this this purse does nothing of value to me whereas something that's like got LVs all over it we all know what that is we all know like oh I see you girl you got your Louis and all this other stuff now people feel like they're they're worth something now that's that mental they need people to see them living their lives versus just live your life. It don't matter who's seeing you. If you're happy with the shit that you do every day, then it don't even matter what somebody else has to say about what you're doing. But I feel like very, very few people in this world live like that mm-hmm. where they don't truly care what somebody else thinks about them. Right. And, I, and, and not only see, my thing is this, once you made it, you have nothing to prove. Right. It's not, is you made it to the mountaintop. You know, you did, you're doing something that, that a lot of people haven't done. You got more money than you can spend. You mm-hmm. got, that's cool. You know, I, I, I I'm a, a applauding the fact that you, you made it like that. Mm-hmm. The flip side is that is what do you do with your money after you know, did everything? I'm not sure. You, you know, you what, why, why do you need places that you came from? Right. You know, now you're a billionaire. Like Kanye West is a billionaire. I'm not just using, I'm just, just calling him out. Cause it's Jay Z. You can put whoever you want in there. Mm hmm. Um, but you got Chicago as a gun zone, right? You know, something just don't make, he has enough influence to be able to go back there. And I mean, and and we will all say that he's crazy. So I mean, but no, but he, but he's not shooting anybody. He's not, that was my point earlier that just because you're crazy does not mean, or I mean, he ain't crazy. I don't think he's crazy. I know a lot of people think he is. I think he is very calculated with everything that he does. No, I think he has some mental health issues. I'm not saying he doesn't, but I don't think he's as crazy as people think he is. I think he is very smart and he's very aware 
if I do this and people think this, I'm going to sell this. Because if he was truly as crazy as he was, he wouldn't even be caring about money. And like, he just came up with a, uh, what a, you said, what was that? Uh, sports uh, agency. He wouldn't have the mind like that to be doing all this. He's very smart and calculated. And that's what I think he is more than actually crazy. I mean, but he, but you know, most, most, uh, artists are, have a little bit of crazy in them. You have to be the one to do this and put yourself out there for people to yeah. criticize you and talk about you. And that makes me think about just in today's society. I know, I feel like we're kind of bouncing all over the place, but they all coincide with one another. Because I feel like, you know, we live in a time, like you said earlier, everybody can see you. They can, you know, we everything is on your phone. I can upload videos of me and you all day long and we're inviting people into our house. And people can look... And what I upload and be like, oh man, I wish I lived like her. She just has the best life ever. But they don't realize that I'm in control of what I'm uploading. I'm controlling what you can see. So don't compare what I'm putting out there, this edited version of my life. My my best to your worst. Right. Because I'm not going to show you like, oh yeah, Cedric and I literally just got into an argument right before I uploaded this video. You would never know it because I would never show it. Although some people probably do do that. But... Most people want to paint this pretty picture of themselves on the internet because that's just how everybody wants to be perceived. And I get it. I don't, I don't want people looking at me like every time she uploads something, my God, it's always negative. She's always crying. Right. Ain't nothing well, ever you do good. got, you, you do got stuff like that. So I don't have stuff like that. No, oh, no, 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 oh. no. I'm not saying you, oh, I'm saying you, like... I'm saying in general, like it's stuff out there where people just can't catch a break, you know, they, mm-hmm. you know, but typically it's in our music. Yes. But I'm just saying, like, today's society, I'm sure, and I'm pretty sure the numbers for mental depression, anxiety, and all that stuff has probably doubled since um, social media has taken um, place. Because before, you couldn't see how other people were living. You didn't know. You just used your imagination. But now that you know you've seen how the Kardashians live, and you're like, it must be so nice for y'all to just have, like, really no talent in this world. And you are like billionaires out here and y'all are living y'all best life and I am not knocking it because if I could have made that money off of how she got her money I would have been over there like you can't say shit to me I'm living my best life while you watching me live my life but I could see how girls could look at that and think like this is everything I just want reality yes I want to be plastic and I want to you know it's not real they show you what you want to see what they want you to see right right but but uh I think we talked about this um before like i think that people have to understand the difference like when you when you watching something on tv you got to understand that these people don't wake up with uh full full makeup um hair done you know they got the best clothes on they got they live in the best life they're doing things like you we all dream of they Mm -hmm. that's not their everyday life that's what they want us to see just like you said right and so we have to understand that like they're human beings mm-hmm. at the end of the day saying this is where the mental health part comes from being famous because they can't take a break. No. Like you, they have to look like that no matter if they going to go pump gas in their car, they right. can't like in, in the crazy part about it, they can't even do normal things anymore because the, the, the perception of what everybody sees of them. Mm-hmm. Will be, they can't even let a picture get posted on the tablets. They want that photo edited they want to take well, it no, down. Well, not not just the photos of oh. people just catching them randomly. I'm just saying, like, just think about how your life would be if everybody's hiding in the bushes trying to take a picture of you. Oh, yeah. I mean, they like it because they could go play. If, if you, like, this is the perfect example. Beyonce, to me, is just as famous as Kim Kardashian is, if not more, because Beyonce is, you know, Beyonce, I love her. She has an actual talent. But you don't see, you don't hear shit about her. Because she don't put herself out there like that. Beyonce very much keeps to herself. She's like, listen, I'm going to give y'all a little couple of albums every once in a while. But I'm going to do my own goddamn thing. She's not out there because she don't want to be out there like that. If the Kardashians really did not want their lives like that, they wouldn't be out. They could find ways to disappear. Don't be off on the scene. But they like that shit. They thrive right, on it. But you, but you see, and this is the mental health piece of it, you see the bizarreness that's going on with them in their family. Mm-hmm. Like how many successful relationships with guys do they come up with? You know, how many guys, you know, if you can sit there and name drop all the people that they're dating, that's, that's a problem because you, and then when you name drop these guys, 
then you look at their careers that they had and their careers took a nosedive. Mm-hmm. That's the issue. These these women are they got some problems. You know, Not they sure, they might sure. they might appear to be all glamorous and all that stuff, but the mental health is taking, you know, the money, you know, they traded the money for their sanity. Mm-hmm. And they they just can't, you know, they done got to the point now where they can't even let themselves get old looking. Grace age gracefully. Age gracefully. No. It's like they they're constantly under the knife to trying to keep the image up. And it's like, at some point you, we all get old. Right. Like two of them are in their forties. I don't know exactly how old Courtney and Kim are, but I know they're both 40 plus. Yeah. And it's like at that, at that age you start to, I mean, well, unless you're black, cause you know, black don't crack unless you do it. But usually around 40, 45, that's when you start to show your age and it's okay because it's like, I feel like, Aging is a privilege. People, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's part of life. It's it's part of life. And if you can even make it to 40, 50, that's great. A lot of people didn't get past those little babies that just were murdered. They didn't get past. I don't think, I think the oldest one was 11. They would have loved to have gotten to 40, 50. And I guarantee you that if they did, if they, if they could trade their lives, somebody was like, hey, you can come back. They're not going to be worried about, you know, wrinkles and shit when they get to that age. You're like, I'm just happy I'm here. Right. And, and I think that they, it's okay. You know what? If 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 you're a forty year old person or a woman or a fifty year old woman or a man, whatever, we understand that. Like like, because I even look at like Janet Jackson, and I'm just like, that's society. Tell them. Well, that's see, that's another thing though about a mental. You just brought up something that just made me think about it because it's not something that affects men. Like you guys can get fat, disgusting dad bods all of that bullshit as you guys age and nobody looks at you anyway then nobody feels like you should still have a perfect body after what i feel like 30 for y'all but for women you know and especially being in the spotlight you know if once you're like 35 they start trying to cast you as like the grandmas the 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 older mother and like it's like those are the roles that we're left with so it messes with women you know obviously i'm not in the spotlight but i've heard of it time and time again that you know they're trying to keep up with these younger actresses these younger and up and we were just talking about this with like with like Nicki minaj and like the ridiculousness of her music that she's making now and i'm like you know she had well whatever i'm not gonna go there because i know there's some psycho fans out there but um we just gotta understand that our time to be young which I shouldn't even say that because 40 and 50 is still young to me, but we are not 20 no more. You know, let the young things do their thing. You know, it's called stay in your lane. Yes. Let, it's, it's, it's called just accepting the fact that you're just getting older. Right. It is what it is. We're not going to all be 20 and 30 forever. It's understanding where you at in your life right now and saying to yourself, oh, I did that. I got to do that. I'm, it's a blessing that I'm still here and that I'm still even relevant and people are still talking about me, but I'm not going to try to compete with these 20 year olds because you're not going to compete with them no. you're just not no i mean this father time happens for everyone you know right i don't think that um that you know women aging and i think just like i said the society has gotten us to the point where if you think about this you know we talked about this a little bit yesterday but when you look at like the high school kids mm-hmm. or even the middle school kids in some cases in some families where they're already full full uh full makeup mm-hmm. you know they're wearing heels they doing things that adults are doing like and i get it you know that's kind of where times are today but they're already starting this process of of what they look like on the outside mm-hmm. you know like i i've never seen so many kids what that that's that's basically buying up the makeup too well kids uh, i don't think you were just paying that much attention but girls have always wanted to wear girls have always wanted i've never seen but i'm saying like like i'm not saying that they never wanted to be older but what i'm saying is like and i'm not saying you know obviously times have changed when i was a kid and i've never met anybody that had makeup on in their 20s or in their teens, like I, I've never witnessed that. So I don't know what high school you went to, but you know they definitely was wearing makeup and shit in my high school. Oh, they were just fast in your high school then. I don't think makeup makes you fast. No, I'm just saying because y'all even had daycare at y'all school. Which well, that was, was a Minnesota thing. Oh. So, or maybe I don't know if it was a Minnesota thing, but it was a St. Paul public school thing. Yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. They they was already encouraging y'all to be grown already. So, I guess. Well, um, they it, just whatever. Where else would start going down that road? But right. That's not but anyways, the mental health part of celebrities and i think this is what you're talking about you know where they can't really have a day off Mm -hmm. like 
it that that actually takes a toll on you oh, as a human sure. being because if you I have to imagine having to be beautiful all the time every day like you don't like you can't do nothing you can't even go outside your house with no makeup on and not be dressed like and just to have a normal life you can you try to go to uh you just think about it like you can't even go on vacation like you can't yeah. go to a beach <laughs> without you somebody can, though because i feel like I feel like Jay-Z and Beyonce are living their best lives. I know they are. I know that, but I'm but saying... But you don't see pictures of them on vacation. You don't hear about... I don't see... When's the last time you heard something about Beyonce? Well... When's the last time you seen a picture of her pop they, up? They do try to get pictures of them. I know they do, but it's not on the same... Like, I, I think there's some I think truth that, in what you're saying, but I also feel that there's some people, like the Kardashians, they are addicted to that limelight that even when they do go on vacation, they're probably telling the people that this is where we're going to be. If y'all want to take some pictures, this is where we're going to be at this time because celebrities do do that. I mean, if, you, if you're if you going there to invite them into your life, that's different. But I I'm, but I'm do. But I'm saying to you is that for, for them, like, I would never want to date them because you always have to be in the limelight. Like, you, you can't even wake up and have a normal day without a camera in your face. Like, at some point, you want to be normal. You just don't – you want to wake up and – and, and not have your hair done and just be relaxed in your pajamas. Like you don't have to always be made up to the nines and, and, and going outside like that all the time. Right. And I'm saying to you, I feel like if they truly wanted that for their lives, they could. I don't think they're ready to do that yet because there's lots of celebrities that are celebrities, but they're living their lives outside of like they live in California. They seem to always be places where they know the paparazzi is going to be they like that shit. So it's like, you can't say nothing to them about it because they clearly are not hurting for it. They like it. Right. So, but, but don't you think that that's kind of a, it's a mental issue. Oh, for sure. Because why are you, do you need that much attention all the time? Well, just like you said, they don't really have any type of talent, so to speak, far as like what you're saying, like they're not singers, they're not performers. They, they are just well. Actually, they take they TV reality TV stars now. Yeah, so but they that's they not do have a talent, but they do have a talent because be they a reality TV star too. <laughs> um, and I'm way way more entertaining than all of them combined. Well, <laughs> but anyways, back to the mental health piece. You know, us in our society, you know, we we have to watch out for a lot of things because people are out here really asking for help. When you see people on social media and they all you know, they, they 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 asking for help, they mm-hmm. they saying, "Hey, uh, you know, I'm not doing well. You know, it's something. You know, I, I, I've been lonely for a long time. I'm I'm depressed. I'm mm-hmm. I'm suffering from loneliness. I have maybe they suffer from a lot of anxiety or mm-hmm. or some some issues there's, that they never got over. There's I feel like well, I can't say that for sure because I'm sure there are lots of people who have depression and anxiety and you would never know it. But I feel like they all, for anxiety, I can't speak for depression because I've never had depression, but anxiety, it always shows itself in ways that I don't know if people are aware of it. It can come in irritability. It could come in being tired all the time. It can come in the need of needing to please people all the time. Um, There's lots of little ways that, you know, it shows itself in anxiety. Um, That if people just were more aware of those things, you know, and being a little bit more gracious with people because I feel like, you know, we live in a world where people only care about themselves, really. And so if you're going through something, they don't care because, you know, which I mean, I get it in a sense because we're all going through things in life. But just being more aware. You're having, you, I think what you're saying is having more compassion. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you see somebody that you that could be going through something, just let them go through it and like maybe reach out a hand. But I, mean, I suppose if it's a stranger, I'm not really going to go well, out But you also got to you also got to mention to that you know we all are human beings at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and for for people out there that you know society has got so sensitive because because i think a lot of people are suffering from some type of mental health i don't like the word suffer we just have it well we have it we suffer some people are suffering some people are i'm not saying everybody's suffering but it's we got into a society where everything is so sensitive now that you can't say anything or you can't, you know, agree to disagree, right? You know, without somebody taking it to the edge, like what you were just saying about like Nicki Minaj, like, mm-hmm. like I we don't know her personally, no. obviously, 
and we wish her the best. And I don't have any ill feelings towards no. Nicki Minaj or anybody that we mentioned. It's just that we're talking on the podcast. And, and somebody's going to be like, how dare you say that about Nicki? Beyonce sucks. Like, okay, that's your opinion. Right. And we okay with that. I and know I think a lot that, of people don't like Beyonce. And I think that we have opinion. to get to a point in our society where it's okay to disagree. Like, right. like you're not going to like everything about everybody. No. But, you know, when you have a lot of people that only focus on negatives, like, and I'll give you a perfect example. We had, uh, me and Deidre had um, boosted the podcast. Oh, my one God. One of the podcasts that we did. And we just wanted to it see. It was uh, just for preference because I just wanted to know what's the, it was, should men be on birth control? <laughs> yeah, right. We know for a fact that they did not even read or, I mean, listen to the podcast. They were, the comments, we had to end up shutting the comments off because they were outraged at the thought that a man should be on birth control. It was the most wildest shit ever because I'm like, we don't even know who these people are, obviously, because you boosted the podcast. I boosted the post. Or whatever. And, like, they, I'm just like, said it, shut but the you, comments But you can off. see how... <laughs> outraged they how were. How outraged they was about something so simple that we were just talking about it in the podcast, and we was hypothetically speaking... And had they actually listened, listened to, the, to podcast, the podcast, they would have heard what you were saying, but you could just see that the, the title alone outraged well them. and then the fact that it was two black, black people. people yeah, yeah some people cause... in there talking about black lives matters that, that we were just pu- trying to push the agenda of black lives matters and i'm like what the hell this is we're talking about birth control what does this have to do with black lives so matter it's a lot of, it's a lot of people out there you know and this is where and when i seen that it made me think about this podcast because they are suffering from something yeah, because why do you feel that you need to voice your opinion in that matter without asking any type of questions like if they listen to the whole podcast we appreciate it you know we, we did but we know that they didn't even bother listening to the podcast because they didn't even like their comments was just so bizarre like it was, it was so left field yeah like, this has nothing to do with anything and they were arguing with each other it was just the weirdest shit but yeah and so <laughs> we we have to do better in our society like we have to understand that you know it's okay you know when you when you're just talking about uh, something that's random it's okay for people to have their points of views yeah it's okay for people to say things about other people that you don't agree with that you don't may may not agree with these celebrities they get people talking about them all the time so and it's at not the end like of the day these are rich people right they, they're gonna make their money and while we're sitting over arguing about whether or not you like nikki or i don't or whatever the case might be she don't care at the end of the day and she's still gonna be a millionaire right so what difference does it even actually make and so <laughs> while we're doing all of this pointless uh going back and forth with the the comments and 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 things of that nature no 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 we did not go back well and no forth. i'm, I'm well, okay yeah, sorry. I we, we didn't them. we didn't go back and forth because i well, didn't no, even... i only deleted the ones that got like real wild like the black lives matter one but the most part i just let those comments go but i was just like okay y'all are wild just shut the comments off just just stop and, and it was mostly white people yes it was so it was uh, all white people there was not one i'm black trying to figure out like how did that us talk about birth control birth control it up becoming black lives matter like, agenda we're like, pushing that agenda that has zero to do with that like if you was a man okay don't go down that because i already feel like this is getting long-winded okay so but anyways back to the topic at hand mental health i think that we can probably start wrapping this up yeah i think there's definitely needs to be a part two i would love to have like somebody that is a therapist or works in the mental health um field come on and be a guest and talk about things and um how to get help and like go more into like the signs of depression and anxiety maybe other ones like you know just so that way we can do like a much more thorough do a, a, a thorough job on the subject of mental health because it is very important i feel like like you said i do feel like a lot of the stuff that happens today does have something to do with a lot of people's abilities to deal with their mental health or their the mental crises or whatever the case might be so it's definitely not a light subject it's something that i definitely feel like it needs to continue to be talked about i um i would love to go down more in depth into like the black community because i do feel like we did touch on it a bit but you know obviously making sure that it's bigger than this yes making sure that you know we are recognizing it in our own communities and helping our friends and families who we might think it and you know making sure we are asking those questions because i know a lot of times people will ask you like how are you doing and we will usually give those generic um responses oh i'm good and really you're dying inside or like i shouldn't say die but you're suffering on the inside and i feel like 
we need to be do better on checking on our family and our friends, especially the ones that are, you know, black and making sure that they're actually doing okay. Cause it's hard out here in society right now. And you definitely need a strong community around you. Not, well, that's not the word I was looking for, but you need a good support. Um, system. support yes. Support system around you. So that, and, and be prepared that when you ask the question, how are you doing that you might actually get a real ass answer. So if you are going to ask somebody like, Hey, how are you doing? Be prepared to actually show up for that person. Cause they might actually be like, well, I'm glad you asked. I've been suffering in silence for months. Be prepared to be there for that person. So, well, I mean, this, that is, that's just one of many because, you know, I, I, I'm I'm more keen to how can we as as black people, you know, get out of the rhetoric that we've been uh, associated with for so many years and overcome a lot of this stuff. A lot of these guys that's out there that that has made it out of the community. Um, and I'm talking about like celebrities that's mm-hmm. well known. I'm not talking about just the average guy that is barely making it. I'm talking about the guys that's that's made it and made millions or billions or whatever they got. You know, it, it's definitely got to be some 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 type of issues there because anytime when you you willing to walk away and get as far as ways you can, and not understanding that listen, you know what your influence can help a lot of people just like your influence and your music mm-hmm. either help people in the bad way or help people in a good way, depending on what kind of music that you put out. Most of our music is definitely poisoning a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this because I'm trying to be negative about it. Cause I, you know, I'm, you know, as guilty as it comes to listening to it. Mm-hmm. But at the same token, you know, we have to understand that our, like we have to create something, a different vibe for us yeah, as black people. But I feel like it, particularly black men, I had touched on it for a second and I don't want to go down it too much longer because I do want to wrap this podcast up. But I do feel like black men in particular, you guys really need to start taking y'all's mental health more seriously because I do feel like there are a lot of broken black men walking around here acting like everything is fine and they're not. And that's what I was trying to say earlier with the black women is like, if you are with a black man, let that man be his peace. You know, if he's going through something, cause I feel, I read something that black men are, is always going through something. Well, I shouldn't say black men cause men in general are constantly going through things that they'll never tell their significant others about. And I read some, well, this one did say in particular black men, this meme that I saw. And it's like, if you were to ask your man right now, if something was wrong, he would list off like three to four things in his mind, but he would tell you, Oh, and nothing's wrong. And, and so what he needs from you, this, this is a little thing that I was reading with some black man, some tweet. Could you okay. Well, he was saying like, you know, He's not going to tell you what's actually going on in his in his life because he has to be so strong for mm-hmm. us. So knowing that, don't try to add on to it by making when he's coming home, it's an angry, hostile environment for him because he don't want to be there. He's already it's already hostile, and angry out there, which I feel like this goes without saying. I feel like this should be like, duh, but. Some people don't realize that like you, you guys do got a lot that you go through on a day to day basis. So the last thing that he needs is to come home and you're nagging him. Well, I mean, you go, I'm going to nag you regardless. It's just, you know, women, no nag. but I might let you get in the house for a good hour or two before I start saying like, you know, well, this needs to be blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, I'm not going to try to add on to the burdens of your life because I already know that it's extremely hard for you out there to begin with. So, so- so just to wrap your yes, situation my up, don't, 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 don't try because to act like this is the reason why the podcast is long because yeah, of that little Diva's last two like minutes. Elaborate on this. I but, know any, you're not talking. But, but anyways, you know, check on your peoples. You know, a lot of people are suffering mm-hmm. on the inside. They're not going to say nothing. No. They, they got the social media post and mm-hmm. everything is good and, and fine and dandy, but they all got issues. When It's, it's funny because when you're around the people that's, doing these things on social media and then you're around them then you're like this is totally opposite of reality mm-hmm. you know that's kind of the issues that we have in our society today is that everybody's living in this they they perceive reality when it's really not well i mean it's very hard to really open up to people and i think that's part of the reason why people just say like i'm fine because i would rather cut an arm off before i got well, I mean, candid with somebody about how i well, really not, feel. not not 
a total stranger. Well, I know that. It doesn't have to be a total stranger. You know, I don't like to talk about well, anything I mean, You talk to, to a therapist and they're a total, total stranger. They don't know you. That's true. And that and I only did that for like two times. Why are you trying to put me on blast? Um, but some people, it's just very hard to, you got to really get to, it has to be somebody that's like somebody that you are obviously extremely comfortable with that, I mean, whatever. Let's just wrap it up. So for the, for the folks that are listening, you know, obviously y'all guys got comments and and um, things that y'all want to add to this podcast because we probably end up doing the there second will one be a part uh, two. for this mental health piece. We all know that this is bigger than what we just was talking about. Mm-hmm. We just wanted to give y'all guys a little taste of what we had and what we was thinking about. But um, if y'all guys would like, share, subscribe to this podcast, that'd be we awesome. If you're a brand new listener, we appreciate you. Um, we obviously got more more to come. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, peace, love, and hair grease. All right, guys, take it easy. Bye. Hopefully, you enjoy your day. Uh, say, take t- some time for some self care. Take some time for some self care, and we love you. Bye. Some time, I'm nice of you to join. Listen to my thoughts, true facts, you'll find. Listen to my thoughts, true.